Pickaxe. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Kirsty and Brownie's comfort zone where we talk about our dreams and try and figure out what the heck is going on in our brains. What is wrong with us? (laughs) (laughs) I have actually been having quite a few dreams recently and like big dreams as well like a lot going on. I've only recorded for today Mm -hmm. but because I had that week where I just didn't have any on the first day that I could turn off my alarms all of a sudden I just had like epic dream and it was really nice it was nice to be back in in the dream world yeah I bet (laughs) Yeah, alarms are the worst. They just interrupt all the good dreams. Yeah. I've been having dreams, but I've just not been remembering them. I think I've been having a lot of my dreams like on the surface of like my sleep. So just before I wake up sort of thing. Okay. So I'm just, yeah, they just fall out of my brain as soon as I wake up. But I will try and get my brain back in order to get some uh, recordings done. But it's going to be a Bryony episode mainly today. Well, that's okay. Our last Just Me and You one was a Kirsty special. Well, that's true. I owed you dreams. We're taking it in turns. (laughs) (laughs) Give our brains a little rest in between. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I actually had one of those dreams where, and I think this is the first time I've ever had this, but I didn't record it, but I had a dream about... I had a, a friend. I, I had a friend. Oh, a friend. It was, it was great. <laughs> it was this person who felt so real. And it made me think, because Rillian had this. Uh, um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. He had the dream where he had like, I think I think it might have been like he was in love with this person. He woke up and he felt weird that they weren't there. Mm-hmm. And I had that same thing with this friend. It felt so real. I was like, oh, oh yeah, I should tell them. Like I had a dream about you. And I was like, wait, who were they? Aww. They don't exist. And it was really weird. For a few minutes, I, I really felt like I'd lost someone yeah that's so strange like maybe they exist in like a different universe maybe maybe you were just you know you went to sleep and you went to a different life and you're like hello friend i have to wake up now time to go oh we're back to the back to the the doctor strange theory yeah yeah (laughs) maybe maybe they're out there somewhere there's some decision that i made in my life like whether to tie my shoe or not at a certain (laughs) time and i would have met them at a bus stop and exactly Good friends. Honestly, I think about (laughs) stuff like that all the time because it's just so bizarre how we just end up where we end up. Like, if I had never gone to uni, I'd have never started playing D&D. If I'd never started playing D&D, I never would have been introduced to the Oxcast by the friend that introduced me to D&D. 
And I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. I wouldn't have started streaming. I wouldn't have been like, where would I be? I don't even know. I don't know where I'd be. I'd be probably working in an animal rescue somewhere, picking up poop. You would have been Jeff Bezos. I would have been Jeff Bezos. (laughs) But yeah, like it's, it's so crazy to think... Like how each little decision, I remember like back when I was asked to play D&D, like I was so awkward and nervous and I I was being asked to this group of people I didn't know. And I was like, oh, I don't want to play with people I don't know. But I was like, you know what? Just, just say yes. Just say yes. You never say yes. Just do it. And I was so close to saying no. <laughs> yeah. And that would have like completely changed the direction that my life had gone in. Like it's crazy. It is so strange to think about. It's like I absolutely hated university. Like I never warmed up to it at all. Like I, I just hated it all the time I was there, but I stuck with it. And the only thing I can look back on and be like, I'm glad I went was because I met Alex whilst I was there. We didn't mm-hmm. meet at university. He went to a different uni and he messaged me and was like, oh, what are you up to? Well, we we actually met like six years before this, but he remembered me and we got chatting again when I was at uni. And so I was like, oh, I'm at uni doing photography. And he was like, oh, I'm at uni doing film studies. Aww. And if, I was thinking maybe if my reply had been slightly different or something, maybe yeah. like we never would have then you got stop together. stop messaging me. Um, yeah. <laughs> you don't go to university, scrub. <laughs> But it's just things like that that I'm like, if that three years of hell was what I had to go through to mm-hmm. be where I am now. It was worth it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, I like same with me. Like, I, I didn't go to uni straight away out of school. I waited like three or four years. But if I'd have gone straight away, I would have done art. And God knows where that would have taken me. Probably nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have gotten so sick of it and then just pivoted to something completely different. It is very strange, though. I sometimes, I think I think about it in what is probably quite a morbid fashion, but um, if ever I do stop to do something, like sometimes, you know, when you're walking down the street and you see a worm that's been like caught out Mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, I'll stop and I'll put the worm, you know, in in a nearby verge or shrubbery or something i don't know mm-hmm. all those shrubberies you have lying around <laughs> put, put the worm in there and um immediately afterwards i think like what if i now get hit by a plane falling out of the sky because i'd stopped and i if i had have carried on i would have missed it or something <laughs> yeah. i don't know it's just mm-hmm. one of those strange yeah strange no, things. I, I saw something like that on one of my reddit deep dives oh no the other day yeah <laughs> It was just while I was doom scrolling, there was a little video, but it was two people, like a couple, and they were by a, like a lamppost on the side of the street. And I, it looked like they were arguing about something. And there was an old lady crossing the road and she was going quite slowly, but then she dropped her shopping bag and all of her orange, oranges went everywhere, just oranges all over the floor. And she's like, oh no, my oranges. Uh, but meanwhile, these two keep arguing and I was like, they're not going to help her. They're too preoccupied with their arguing. But then the lady is like, nope, nope, stop talking to me. I need to help this lady. So she goes into the road and starts picking up the oranges. And then the other guy, he's like, no, come back. And he sort of follows her. And then something falls off of the lamppost directly where he was standing. Oh, my And it would God. have absolutely smashed him to pieces. <laughs> but because they moved to help this lady with the oranges, they avoided it. It's, it's just nuts. I mean, it could have been staged. You never know. They often are on Reddit. But yeah, I'm sure it's happened in the past as well, like IRL. But yeah, it's, it's so weird. It is weird. The world is weird. It's crazy. Have you ever had anything like that actually happen to you? Like you've done something and avoided danger? I don't know if I already have. The only story I can really think of is um, I was stood outside with my brother when we were little and I asked him something and he shrugged. And as soon as he like put his hands out to do the shrug, a bird pooped in his hand. <laughs> oh, 
if I hadn't have asked him that question, oh he wouldn't God. have got bird poop on his hand. But I don't know if that's a big life-changing <laughs> event. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> well, it's uh, it would have been one less story for the podcast if it had never happened. So That's true. Butterfly effect, baby. <laughs> But it is, it is like strange how many, how many like tiny decisions we must make every day that must influence Mm. our lives to such a big extent. Definitely. But you don't know until it's like all happened, you know, it's it's, it's just so wild to think about. It's the the world is such a big, crazy place. Yeah. the, The smallest decision can just change your trajectory in it. It's just... It's very cool and very scary. (laughs) I remember when, for some reason, my mum brought back this postcard for me one time that said, all roads lead vaguely in the right direction. Mm -hmm. It was meant to be, you know, sometimes if you fail at something or um, something goes wrong and you might be down about it, you're still on the right path. Yeah, You know, you're just taking a different route to it. Mm -hmm. So maybe... Maybe things would be the same. You just Maybe. get to it in a different fashion. I don't know. Yeah. This is very philosophical now. It's very, very <laughs> philosophical. But I do find it fascinating. I kind of get that though. Like that's, that's such a nice message to have on a postcard too. <laughs> yeah. But no, I get that. Like back to D&D again, because I'm a big nerd and that's all I do. But <laughs> yeah, like my first D&D group, like I say, they got me into the Yogs and they got me into D&D. But in the end, it wasn't a group or an environment that I really enjoyed being in. Yeah. So one of the people in the group who I got along with a bit, they introduced me to another group and they in turn introduced me to another group. And now that group that I'm with, they are lovely. They are wonderful people. And we've done like a bunch of campaigns and, you know, we meet every other week and it's super nice. But I had to go through the bad campaigns with the other groups to get to them. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of thing. Like at the time I was like, oh my God, this is awful. Like I don't like what's going on here. But then, yeah, it led to something a lot nicer. So yeah, I don't know what my point is. And we are getting very philosophical. But yeah, stuff works out in the end. (laughs) There's a time in my like teenage years where I suddenly realized I traced back pretty much everyone I knew to my, this one friend who had pretty much been the catalyst for like every change that had happened. Mm -hmm. And I realized that the only reason that I knew her was literally there was was one time when her mum, I think she had like a hospital appointment, so she, she had to walk home because her mum couldn't pick her up. And we happened to leave school at the same time. And that was literally how we became friends. We oh were just God. like, oh, I'm walking this way. I'll walk this way. Yeah, let's walk. Because I think my brother and her sister were friends, but we didn't actually know each other just to like, we'd never spoken. It was just like to see. We'd be yeah. like, oh, you're, you know my, you know my, oh, okay. It's just so strange that one person's hospital appointment changed yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it is very weird. Yeah. I wonder how like, like you say, maybe it all would have just ended up going in the right direction anyway. But like, I wonder where it would have turned out. If I didn't know Rhythian, would I have ever have streamed? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, that's the, that's the same with me. Like, if I'd never been introduced to the Yogs, I never would have started streaming because I started streaming through because of Rabs. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. I remember when Alex was, like, applying for the job at Yogscast and I'd never heard of any of this stuff. And I, I was literally that person who was just like people playing video games and other people watch what 
So I don't oh think God. it would have occurred to me to ever, I mean, maybe I would have found Twitch some other way, I guess, maybe. But yeah, I don't mm. think I would have had that push yeah. to give it a try. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have ever either. Like I, I watched Twitch for ages and I've always been like super shy. I hated being on video when I was a kid. Like I remember doing projects at school where they had to record us and I was like, nope, I'm not being in them. I, I hate it. I hate being on camera. But then it was actually because of Twitch Sings that I was like, oh, this isn't too bad. Like I got brave enough to do Twitch things with my camera on and I was like, ah, oh, this is fine. I could stream. <laughs> and then and then I did. So yeah. Thank you, Twitch Things. I streamed without a webcam for the best part of a year, I think. Really? Yeah, I used to just it would it was just game. Just game. And then the first time I went on webcam, I did a 12-hour charity stream and I pushed myself to go onto webcam. And then after that, I was like, everyone has probably seen every dumb face I pull because if they've seen me for 12 hours, they're all gonna be in there. So <laughs> there's no point in not having a webcam anymore. <laughs> like <laughs> they've seen it all. So <laughs> That's a good way to think about it. There are still days where I'm like, oh, I don't want to have the webcam on, but they've seen it all already. Like, <laughs> who cares? Because <laughs> I think there was a time when like my stream froze or something and I was putting like a really dumb face. And of course, then people like print screen people it. People screenshot and, it and put it in Discord. And I remember the yeah. first time that happened, I was like, I have a decision here. I can either be upset by this and stop using it or I can see the funny side of it. And I was just like, do you know what? I'm going to choose to see the funny side. And from then on, I was just like, eh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We were just having fun. Well, should we listen to one of your dreams? Yeah, do you want to do the big one first? This one yeah. was like a week ago now. Okay. I vaguely remember part of it. And I remember there being part of it that I was like, should I record this? So <laughs> I guess I'll gauge by your reaction as to whether I leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, okay. Three, two, one, go. Hello. So I had a dream. And the first half was that I was on a train with Talia and Alex. And we were going back to university. It was going through like Nevada, it looked like. But I don't know where it was. And the train stops when we get off and we've got all of our stuff. And... Talia had this like massive box that was full of board games and notebook and I was like you can't carry that like it's huge Alex will take one of my bags or like my wheelie trolley and I'll help you with that and she was just refusing she was like no I don't need help I'll be fine I'll be fine and then I suddenly realized that like I had a flashback and I was back in my parents kitchen with Adrian and he had put my keys in the freezer for some reason and I was like oh no I don't have my keys. I can't get in. I don't remember how that dream ended, but I had the second part was that I was watching this lady. She joined the police force and she's training to become a detective. And she was like going out for her first night with her team. Uh, she's very quiet. And all of a sudden, like, she's like, okay, I'm just going to go get a drink or something. And someone comes over to her and they're like, oh my gosh, can I have a signature? She's like, oh, no, I've been recognised. And all night she gets recognised by people. And it turns out that to pay for a year of her university, she was a drag king. I can't remember the name. There was a name that people would say. And they were like, oh, my gosh, it's blah, blah, blah. And um, she has to, like, tell her colleagues, like, oh, yeah, so I did this. And then it cut to... 
being back at her house where she was with her mum, but it was like a massive haunted mansion style of house. But I only saw the bathroom because it was that I was having a bath with Alex and well, no, he was having a bath and I just got in. But me getting in caused this like massive like tidal wave <laughs> and the water just went everywhere like I couldn't stop it there was momentum and it kept splashing back and forth and then it just sloshed all over Alex's face and went onto the floor and he just looked really unimpressed and I was like oh no it's covered the floor in water it's gonna be like the wood is so old it's gonna be rotten but then I saw this panel of light switches on the wall and I was trying to work out how you like it had three columns and about five rows. And it was like one of those puzzles where if you switched on one, it would switch on a side light and the fan in the room. But if you switched on another, it would switch off the fan, but switch on another, like the main light or something. And I was like, oh no, how do we, how do you switch them all off again now? And I was like, I'm going to have to write down what they all do. And I'm going to ask someone to write out like a formula for turning them all off and turn them all on. But then it cut back to being the me watching the detective lady and her mum came in and was like talking about how she didn't want to do her drag king stuff anymore. She was like, oh, you had a you had a bit of fun, but you'd have to stop it. And she was like, oh, but it's paying for my education. Um, and that's the last thing I remember was like the mum not really knowing what to say to that. I think that's when I woke up. Yeah. Well, bye bye. That was wild. <laughs> There's so much happening. Oh my gosh. Yeah. See, this is the thing. I finally had dreams again, and they're just like, bam, All have like blah. four dreams in one. <laughs> <laughs> I think part of it is because we were watching Stranger Things. Yeah. No spoilies, but some of that, there's shots in like that desert type landscape and there's also ah. a big old house mm -hmm. in there as well. So I guess it was probably just those things. Yeah. And I also was reading a book recently about a guy trying to find his long lost love and it turns out that like the guy he's trying to find is a is a drag queen so that's probably where that part came from ah. but it all just mushed into one yeah big thing and it, it was just weird how like half of it was first person and half of it was third person and it was just <laughs> it was all over and what was the thing with all the light switches too so you know in Puzzle games, yeah. those puzzles where you have to try and get all of the lights to light up, but the switches will do like the first and third, and then another mm -hmm. switch does mm -hmm. the third and the fourth. Yeah. I hate those puzzles so brute much. And for them. some reason, yeah, I've never actually worked one out. I've literally no. brute forced anyone I've ever done. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I'm going to sit and press things until it works. Yup. And for some reason, my dream had one of those in. <laughs> With the train, I'm imagining, um, you know, in Spirited Away with like all of the water and the train going over it, I'm imagining that, but just with desert. Yeah. It's very cool. It was really strange. So for context, my friend Talia, who I was with, she's like five foot one or something. So that's why I was like, <laughs> you're not going to carry this massive, you can't carry massive all those crate games. that you've got. <laughs> but she was really stubbornly like, nope, don't need any help. I was like, okay. <laughs> 
Honestly, like, I don't really know Talia very well, but I think Talia's quite, like, sassy. Yeah. Um, isn't she? I can, I can kind of imagine Talia being like, nope, nope, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just no nonsense. No nonsense. <laughs> yeah, and then your keys were in the freezer? Yeah, my keys were in the freezer. It was like... I was about to go into the university building, but then I had a flashback and I was like, wait, no, I left my keys in the freezer. How am I going to get in now? (laughs) (laughs) I left them in the freezer. There were just so many elements to this dream. Like, I I, I was trying to think, like, you know, what could this bit mean? And then something else happened. I'm like, oh my God, what could this bit mean? What about the train? Like, is there anything, like, you've been watching or reading or anything that's had, like... A train in it or or do you did that just come out of nowhere sort of thing in that same book that i was reading because the guy is trying to find this long lost love when he does get a clue he does get the train to places so i guess maybe it could have just been that it was just travel mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah it was just it was very strange the only thing i could think when i woke up the only like slight takeaway i had from the dream was probably that the bath must mean something because i have felt quite stressed recently and i was like maybe an overflowing bath is like yeah that symbolism the fact that you get in it and it's just suddenly a tidal wave of water everywhere like oh no it's going everywhere <laughs> <laughs> It was that thing of like, you know, if you are in a bath and you just start like pushing the water and then you can't stop it because it's water and it just all of a sudden will just like slosh over the side. Mm-hmm. It was like I was <laughs> I was doing that and Alex was just there really unimpressed and all of a sudden it just completely went all over <laughs> So I found this random website. I think you should have a look in your book as well. But I found this website that's just listing meanings of like bathing dreams. And it says, <laughs> bathing with a member of the opposite sex signifies that one will be very concerned about a member of the other gender and be afraid that the good opinions about oneself will be washed away. What does that mean? Oh, that no. Mean, I, that I, generally, and it says, bathing with others is a warning that wicked acquaintances should be shunned. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it's just generally a bad thing, which is very strange. I, I feel like this website is, uh, I don't know, I, I, don't, I don't know, it's I don't trust badomens.com. it. It's badomens.com. Bad omens all around. <laughs> but uh, it doesn't say, hang on, what about overflowing bath? Dream about bath water overflowing. Uh, it's a clue for an aspect of your life that is potentially volatile and explosive. Oh. You are feeling the weight of others' burdens. You are feeling physically drained due to stress. There you go. You have been stressed. That's what I assumed, because I have been stressed recently. So in my book it says, To dream of bathing someone shows the need to nurture or to have an intimate connection with that person. But I wasn't really bathing him, I, was, I, just, I just stole his bath. <laughs> jumped in and <laughs> is that all it says for for baths it also says when we dream of being in the bath it may indicate the need for cleansing of some old feelings the need to relax or to let go there we go you need to relax brainy we have an the opportunity to contemplate what has occurred in the past and to adopt new attitudes yeah that, that makes sense it also says, this isn't particularly relevant, but just in case anyone has a dream about this, communal bathing depicts innocence and sensuality combined. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. The next, <laughs> the next entry in the book is Baton, and it says, 
If the dream is of a police baton, then it can represent authority or male sexuality. Oh. <laughs> so there you go. Oh. If ever we dream about police batons, we don't lie. <laughs> well, now we're going to. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> uh, so who was the person that was the drag king? Was that someone that you know or was that just someone the dream made up? Um, It wasn't anyone I knew. It was like a complete... New character. Ah. Oh, maybe a wrestler, but not one I know particularly <laughs> well. But I think it was, you know, when they just use a person. Mm-hmm. No, I can't think. I, I have a feeling that it wasn't like a new character that I made up in my head. I think I think it was the stolen body of a person in real life <laughs> being yeah. just becoming a detective. Because why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn, there's so much to unpack there, Bryony. I genuinely think it is just like that because I didn't have any dreams for a week, mm-hmm. my they brain just overflowed. Yeah, it's just all like the remnants of these dreams that my brain just <laughs> scooped out and was like, eh, just put a bit of that in there. Just just shove it all in. Yeah. Just, just, just a bit of everything. It's like when you make a, a chili and you're just like, oh, I've got a bit of this. Chuck it yeah, in. Just, just put it in there. <laughs> I saw um, a post online where somebody had made a chili and they'd put stuff like sweet corn and celery in it and everyone was just so outraged <laughs> I, I was like well they were using it up you know you don't want it to go off I would be opposed to the celery but that's just because I really dislike celery but sweet corn I'd be yeah, that's fine yeah I think people were just mad that it wasn't just all beans you know but you know sometimes you need a bit of variety you more need more than a bean sometimes I get those tins of like mixed beans and it will have sweet corn in Mm. and at first I found it a bit weird and then I was like it's all just covered in chili you can't tell it's fine yeah exactly you can't tell I'd probably try it with a bit of celery in it honestly although warm celery is a bit weird Mm. weird as in regular celery yeah yeah it kind of goes like a weird soft consistency I have like some people say that celery is absolutely tasteless, but for me, no, it's not. It's one of the strongest tastes. Like if I eat uh, like a chili or a stew or something that even if it has the tiniest bit of celery in, it's literally all I can taste. It's that yeah. strong for me, and I'm just like, Bleh. no, celery does have a really distinctive taste. It's got like a I don't know, I don't want to call it a sharp taste, but you know, you know, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> The only thing I dislike more than celery is celeriac because that pretends oh, like God, yeah. celery is out yeah. there in the open about how awful it is. Mm-hmm. Whereas celeriac pretends it's a potato and that's just deceitful and <laughs> it's wrong. I tell you what's bad as well. <laughs> Fennel. Oh, geez. Yeah. Anything yeah. aniseedy. Just yeah. Bl- Why would you make a vegetable and make it aniseed flavor? That is just so wrong. Aniseed flavor, bad. Blech. Sometimes because fennel is very high in fiber, sometimes I do get it for the bunnies Mm -hmm. and I'm chopping it and I'm just like, (laughs) like I'll be able to smell it on my fingers for ages afterwards. Just like, the sacrifices we make for our babies. Yeah, it's it's like my rats, they used to be anything like that, you know? Yeah. And I got really desensitized to just grabbing a handful of mealworms for them. And everyone was like, oh, are you touching those mealworms? I was like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, did you go for, was it dried or was it live? Yeah, they were dried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I, I, the thought of giving them live mealworms was just, ugh, no, thank you. That's gross. We used to have a little, um, back when I worked at the vet, we had a mealworm tank. Aww. Occasionally I would feed them. If you like had an apple for lunch and had the core left over, you'd just take it to the mealworms. I quite Aww. liked them just as a little 
a little tank of friends. That's so cute. And I would just ignore what would happen to them occasionally yeah. when we had lizards staying and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, babies. Yeah, that that's cute. I, I That's very well prepared, having a tank of millworms in case you get a lizard in. Yeah. The rest of the time, they were just sort of loving life. Occasionally, I don't know how it would happen, but occasionally one would escape and you'd just walk in and there'd be one walking along the floor and you had like these special tweezers that you could delicately just pick them up with and just pop them back in the tank with their friends. (laughs) So you get back in there, you. I've been on an adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shall we listen to your next dream? Yeah, I think this one is more straightforward. Okay. So let's do let's do unpacking this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Three, two, one, go. So I had this dream that I was meant to be streaming this new MMO game with Bree and this other random guy and then his sister and the guy kept on being like, oh, you're going to want to have like the Discord overlay and you're going to want to have this stuff and this stuff. And he was like, you should probably have subtitles. And then literally at the last second, he was like, oh, have you set up some sort of translator? Because my sister doesn't speak English. And I was just like, what? You didn't tell me this? Like, how are we all going to talk to each other? So we started playing the game. I can't remember if she, I think she actually did speak English and it had just been like a dumb joke. But then partway through, Bree was like, oh, I'm just going to borrow this. And he walked into the room and he just like picked up one of my monitors and walked off with it. And I couldn't do anything because I couldn't play the game and I couldn't tell people what had happened. So I just had to leave my computer still streaming stuck on this just same screen. And I had to leave it for like two hours. And I was trying to find all these things that I could like exchange with Bree to be like, can I have my monitor back? And I went into like a pirate cave and was trying to find treasure and stuff. And yeah, I think in the end I just shut the computer down so it would stop streaming. But there was, I think I checked and there were still like two people in chat, but they were just talking about something completely different. And I just felt really bad. But yeah, that was it. Bye bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Did you have this last night? Yeah, this was last night. Your classic oh. stream stress dream. <laughs> yeah, I also wonder if part of this is to do with me complaining that I got all of my settings wrong yesterday because I had talked to you about like having the Discord overlay up and all of that and getting my audio wrong. Oh, maybe a part maybe, of that was yeah. like in your brain. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I hadn't made the connection there. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe, yeah, it must have just like seeped into my subconscious. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can't believe Bree would just steal my monitor like that. Just, just took it and walked away. And I was really excited to try out the MMO as well. I think it was meant to be, I don't know how you say it, but there's one that's coming out at some point called Palia or Palia. It's P-A-L-I-A. Okay. And I've signed up to do like, you know, when they have like game testers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've signed up to it so many times because it just looks really nice. And I think it was meant to be that game. It was like very bright and colourful. Oh yeah, it looks really cute. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm finally going to get to play it. But then 
just I, I don't even know who the guy was meant to be but yeah just the fact that at the last minute he was like oh yeah you've set up a translator right because my sister doesn't speak English I was like no you, you never mentioned this <laughs> And the, the fact that we just had like a, a pirate cave lying around that I could offer Brie treasure yeah. from. Yeah, just go looking for treasure. Like, will Brie take this to give my monitor back? <laughs> <laughs> so what, could you, did you just not have a monitor at all? Or did you have like one left or? I had one left, but I think for some reason in the dream logic of the world, that monitor had been connected to my mouse and keyboard or something. So once he took right. that one, I couldn't actually access anything on the computer. Like I couldn't even use my mic or my webcam anymore to tell oh, people. No. So I was like, Restore they... my monitor. <laughs> I was like, all they can see is just the game screen and they can see that nothing's happening, but I have no way to tell them. And <laughs> I was just really like, oh my gosh, people are so angry at me. And oh. And I don't know whether this is left over because like recently I've had to like take a few days off for various reasons and I, it's probably just like, I do feel guilty if I take time off. So it's probably mm -hmm. just that, that I was just yeah. feeling like bad. Yeah, honestly. And you know why you've taken those days off? Because Bree stole your monitor <laughs> and you've been trying to get it back. You heard it here first, everyone. Yep. Yeah, that, that Bree, am I right? That Bree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, I've I've had like I mean we've talked about stream stress dreams before, but yeah, I've had dreams like that. Like a lot of the time they center around leaving the stream up and like going somewhere else. Like I'll be like, Oh, be right back everyone and I go away and I just don't come back. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm like, oh no, I'm still streaming. I think there's like a fear there because I don't like letting people wait, you know? Yeah. So it just gets blown up in my dreams. I sometimes have that fear as well. Like it didn't used to be as bad because I used to stream from a separate computer. So, well, I couldn't really leave the stream running because I would immediately shut that computer down mm -hmm. and it would be separate. But now I stream from the same computer and there are so many times that an hour later I'll suddenly be like, wait, did I cut the stream? <laughs> have, I, have people been listening to my conversation this entire yeah. time? And I'm like, I hope that if that happened, someone would ping me on Discord or mm -hmm. something or message me and let me know I think they would. But... I, I've done it once. I've done it once. Um, or mm, twice. Well, once properly. Um, I did a cooking stream and I had the laptop in the kitchen. And once I'd raided everyone away, I forgot to end the stream. So I just left the kitchen. Um, so the stream was just my empty kitchen for a while. <laughs> And I had my mods like ping me on Discord, like, hey, your stream's still running. I was like, what? Because <laughs> I just instantly ran back into my living room and like went on my PC, like, oh, what's going on on here? Yeah. Uh, and my laptop was just still going. I was like, oh, dear. Um, and the other time was the first time I raided someone. I, I think I raided Ravs. And it was my first ever raid. And I was like, I was so like happy. I was like, yay, I remember to raid. I've done a stream. Woohoo. And I was sitting there like smiling like an idiot just on my stream because I forgot to end it. <laughs> <laughs> that, see, the first time I ever raided someone, I just assumed for some reason that when you it. raided, it ended. Yeah, it just passed them all on. And that was that. So I yeah. didn't realize. And I was just sat there like chatting away to one of my friends who I'd been streaming with for ages. And then I was like, she was like, oh, don't forget to end your stream. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Luckily, we hadn't said anything like, oh, yeah. that was horrible. Jeez, can you believe that person in chat? Oh, God, I hate that guy. <laughs> so 
We've only got a little bit of time left, but I can tell you about the dream I had the other night. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I briefly told you about this uh, on stream or before stream the other day, but I'll, I'll, I'll repeat it for the, uh, the, the, the people in the audience. The viewers at home. So I was at a friend's house, someone that I went to school with. It wasn't actually their house, though. It was just a random house. And for some reason, I was dating his older brother, which never happened. And I was there cooking food for everyone. And I started by dishing up some ice cream because that's what you do when you start cooking a meal. You get the ice cream out first, you know? <laughs> so I got like three bowls out. I filled them with with different ice creams and there were like little skewers, like sweet skewers with something on. I don't know what, like marshmallows or something as well in there. Um, and I left them on the side and I was like, right, now time to cook everything else. So I, I think I was doing fish and chips. So I started making fish and chips. Um, and once it was all done, I laid it out on a table that had like everybody around it. So it had my friend, um, my friend's older brother, his mum, his dad. There were some other people too, but I can't remember who. Um, and I put the fish and chips down and they all just started digging in. And I managed to get a little plate, like, you know, like one of the small ones that you put a piece of cake on. Yeah. And I could only get like a few flakes of fish and a couple of chips on my plate and everyone else just demolished the rest and I was like is there nothing left and they were like now nah, we ate it all and I was like but I cooked it and I've I, this is all I've got it's like a spoonful of fish is that it <laughs> and they were like yep and I'm like what the heck and then they started tucking into the ice cream to the point where all of the ice cream I laid out also got eaten so I had to then dish my own ice cream up and I was very upset Aww. I was just like everyone is eating my food I, I made this and they're not sharing and honestly, that's all I can remember. There was another part of the dream that was in a big field. And I think it was like people racing around the field, like a cross country thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't really remember the context of it. But yeah, that happened at the same the same time. But yeah, it was mainly the food, mainly the food. They all got stolen from me. Actually, no. So the older brother who I was supposedly going out with, the younger brother, who was my friend, he was the one that was at the bus stop with me in the dream that I had the other episode, so where we met Gordon Ramsay. So he, if you remember that, I don't know if you do. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So I, I, that was the same guy. So I've dreamt about him a couple of times now. Is it the one who you were hoping to chat to more often? Did you ever end up getting in, in contact? No, and... I, I haven't really talked to him much. Like he, he lives in Canada now um, with his girlfriend. So it's sort of like... Our lives have gone in completely different directions. But you know where you, you used to be friends with someone and you kind of think, oh, I'm so glad they're doing well, but you don't want to talk to them because it's like, you know, it would probably be weird to be like, hi, we were friends in school. We were like best mates. <laughs> but I'm sort of like, oh, you know, he's kind of moved on. He's happy where he is. I don't want to interrupt it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, he's one of those people that will always be my friend, even if we don't talk, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's just, it was, it was weird. It was weird. And I never got my fish and chips. Aww. <laughs> oh, this is a really weird dream. I wish I remembered the part uh, in the field because I think there was some sort of mystery happening. I, I feel like there was something happening that we were trying to figure out, um, but I just can't remember it for the life of me. I hate that. I hate when you have what mm. you think would have been like a really good... Cool dream. Yeah, yeah. Like a like a nice film you could have watched or got involved in and then you're like, I don't remember it. <laughs> mm. I think there was another part of this dream as well, actually, where I had these things in my mouth. They were like tiny, tiny little mushrooms that were growing on my mouth, which is really weird. Oh. But they were like little tiny pink purple mushrooms. And people were like, oh, you've got those mushrooms. I was like, what? 
and I sort of ran my hand across my mouth and I looked at my hand and it just had these teeny, teeny, tiny little mushrooms on it. And I was like, where the heck did these come from? And then everyone else started getting them too. And I was like, oh no, I've infected everyone with the mouth mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, my dreams have been a bit wild lately. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what it could mean, the mouth mushrooms. Okay, so I've looked at various things in my book. Mm -hmm. The first one was cooking and it says... To be cooking in a dream is to be preparing nourishment or to be satisfying a hunger, whether our own or other people's. This hunger may not be as straightforward as a physical hunger, but something more subtle, such as a need to make use of the varied opportunities available to us. So maybe there was something that you felt you were creating for a group of people but also for yourself. And then you were, I mean, I guess the thing was chips. I'm trying to think of what a deeper <laughs> meaning could be, but to be honest, I'll just be happy with getting chips. It's fish. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, for instance, maybe if it was something like, I don't know, like a D&D campaign that you made and then it mm-hmm. wasn't used how you wanted it to and everyone else ended up enjoying it, but it wasn't what you envisioned or something. I guess yeah. that sort of thing. Mayhaps. Hmm. I don't know if anything like that's really happened lately. I guess in terms of you said something about like lots of opportunities and stuff. Wait, what was the first definition you read? Um because basically like having joined the Yogs like and with TwitchCon coming up and stuff, there's so many things coming up and I'm struggling to keep track of them all. Oh true. And I and and it's like I wanna do this because it'll be beneficial, you know, it's networking, I wanna do this, I wanna do this. But then I'm like, can I do this? Can I do this? Don't forget about this. So I don't know, maybe maybe something like that. But I don't know how that would translate to fish and chips in my brain, but it obviously it did. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe if it is like worried about opportunity passing you by, like if you don't seize the chips now, other uh, people then will eat gonna them. They're all going to be gone. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's it. I'm like, I, I want to say yes to everything, but I'm like, do I have time to do this? And am I going to burn out if I keep saying yes? Like it's yeah, you know, that's that's kind of how it's been. Maybe that translates to fish and chips. Well, the next definition is food. Food signifies a satisfaction of our needs, whether those are physical, mental, or spiritual. It is something we might take or are taking into ourselves. Our frequent dreams about eating suggest a great hunger for something. So maybe it's your hungry for opportunity and... Hungry for opportunity. (laughs) Or, Or maybe the fish and chips is telling me to take a rest and I didn't take enough of it, so I haven't had enough of a rest. Maybe I need to step back and think about the fish and chips and what it could mean. So the um, <laughs> the final one mm-hmm. is the definition of ice cream in dreams. Oh God, is this going to be like an Oedipus thing? Ice cream appearing in a dream is a great deal to do with the sensual taste that one has. Oh geez, oh geez. Under normal circumstances, it is a pleasurable experience Ooh. and very often reminds us of childhood and happier times. <laughs> To be eating ice cream indicates that we may be accepting pleasure into our lives in a way we have not been able to do before. To be giving other people ice cream indicates Uh. that we are giving other people pleasure. (laughs) Oh, okay. So I didn't get any ice cream. I had to dish my own up and I don't remember eating it. So I was giving other people ice cream. So guess I'm the the pleasure provider in this situation. (laughs) 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 Weirdly, the second definition for ice cream is 
Ice cream can also depict the state of mind where one has reached conclusions that nothing is permanent, that the pleasure oh. we have can melt away. Oh no, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. The third one, oh my gosh. Ice cream is an image which can be used to signify impermanence, particularly insofar as pleasure is concerned. We need to decide if we wish to go for transistoriness. Transistoriness? What does that Transistoriness mean? Transistoriness or permanence. Oh. Uh. See, this is, this, like, none of this has meaning, but, like, when we read out the things like this, it's kind of like a therapy, because I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, it relates to this thing. There's this constant, and you'll, you'll understand this as well, like, with streaming, it isn't, like, a constant, reliable source of income, you know? I mean, if you have a bad month, you always worry. You're like, oh no, can I keep doing this? Is, is this sustainable? Can I do this all the time? Am I going to be able to live? And on my, like, in the back of my brain all the time is, am I going to be okay this month? And that reminds me of like just that feeling, you know? Yeah. Like, this is great. You know, this is pleasurable. This is the best job ever, but will it last forever? And obviously it won't, but is it going to go tumbling down at any, any point? Is it going to melt like a big bowl of ice cream? That's kind of like a fear that's always there so that's that's what uh comes to mind when you when you say that oh my gosh yeah streaming yeah. is just a big bowl of melting ice cream and you can eat it, it while you can but it's still gonna melt <laughs> oh. Oh, <no. laughs> it's like the um the what is it make hay while the sun shines eat ice cream whilst you can <laughs> eat last ice cream before it melts oh. <laughs> Oh dear. But yeah, oh, it is like a therapy talking about dreams. Yeah, because you do, you do just sort of think, oh yeah, this thing's been on my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I do find it slightly funny how I'm aware that I have been stressed recently, just being, you know, aware of myself and knowing I'm stressed. But my dreams aren't any of the usual stress dreams you would imagine. Like the streaming yeah. one was, but the one before was just, oh, it was just a wild ride. Like I. <laughs> It wasn't yeah, like, just, okay, I was stressed, so my teeth fell out and my hair fell off or something. Like, it's just, it was just like, there was a detective and, a, and I had a bath and <laughs> <laughs> it's very peculiar. Yeah, it's like, I've not dreamt about ice cream before, as far as I can remember. Mm. You know? I didn't dream about school. It was the closest I got to school there was school friends. So, yeah. Yeah. That's good. What I've learned is that whoever wrote this book really likes ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very pleasurable experience, Brian. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's just about pleasure. <laughs> it's very pleasurable. Well, I think we've we've managed to figure that one out quite well, actually. Yeah. Heckin' done it. <laughs> we've heckin' done it. What could we ask the, the people uh, listening this week? Have you ever had a dream about food? Oh. Were you eating or were you cooking? And was it ice cream? <laughs> were you cooking ice, ice cream? Ice cream dreams. <laughs> Let us know. So you can leave the leave your food dream in the comments uh, if you're if you're watching on the on the YouTube's, or you can email us at Bryony. What's the email address again? It's Kirsty and Bryony at, at gmail.com. Yes, that's the one. Hell yeah. Well, thank you very much, Kirsty. Thank you, Bryony. It's been a pleasure, much like ice cream. Yes, thank you for being yes. my ice cream buddy. Oh. Apart from we're never going to melt. We're going to stay... Oh, yeah. We, we're 
frosted. We're we're frosty forever. (laughs) What's a nice thing that doesn't melt? Um, I feel like there should be a lot of options in this, but I can't think um, of any. uh, uh, Sherbet uh, lemons. Wood. Wood. Sherbet lemons or wood. We are wooden sherbet, sherbet lemons. lemons. I do love sherbet lemons. We I feel like they would melt under significant heat pressure. Like, <laughs> yeah. Where's the body? <laughs> There's sherbet everywhere. <laughs> there you go. There's, there's the image to end the comfort yeah. zone. For listening, everyone. Stay cozy, everyone. <laughs> Stay cozy. We'll see you next time. Bye bye for now. Bye bye. Bye-bye.